Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Elite City Podcast. The magic number is 52, and as that is the amount of days we are away from all in. Yeah, How very good. Is that? Yeah, see that? Very good. Actual intro. Actual <laughs> intro for once. Did you do the math, or did you just read that somewhere? I asked Alexa before we started. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I like how last week we made a point to be like, don't worry, guys. We'll be back to posting on Monday again. And then it was like, oh, wait, no, that's a long weekend. And then completely forgot that it was both yeah. Canada Day and the 4th of July. And so we're we're a bit late this week, but we're here. But we're here. How, how did you guys uh, enjoy celebrating your freedom? Uh, I sang karaoke very loudly outside. Like That counts. That's freedom. There you go. Yeah. Well, Did you, well, did you like more than you're supposed to eat? absolutely well that, I mean, there you go that's that's america <laughs> yeah, that is america let's let's first off let's send out our apologies to the uber eats driver that biddy made deliver her food at four o'clock in the morning it was not that late <laughs> thank you it was like two it was like 2 30 or something wasn't it i yeah, think it, it was, was 2 30. i gave yeah. him a good tip don't you worry <laughs> I, it was hilarious. It was one of the greatest things I ever woke up to. <laughs> see, I, I, I see, I, 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 I don't sleep, so I was awake when he sent that message. I don't sleep either. That's why I was hungry at two thirty. <laughs> wow, I was. I gave him a very nice tip. Well, good for you. I'm not a. Jerk. I cannot believe someone answered that call. That was not a maniac. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. It's like oh. and I, def I do have where they drop it off at the front door and take off. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, you know, so I don't have to actually, you know, talk to somebody in the wild. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, it does make sense, but it's just, I don't know. Plus, I, I live well, upstairs, I, and they deliver it downstairs. So if they tried to break in, it'd be my friend's apartment, not mine. So it's no, all good. well, then that's uh, fine. That's that's perfect. Well, there you go. You're oh, that's it. You're all set up. Yeah, see, I take care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm well, trying to segue this into dynamite and I can't think of it. So I can't <laughs> think of a way to do it. Um yeah, I don't know. We lit the fuse on the fourth. Boom. <laughs> so let's feel the boom right now. Uh, that was awful. Was terrible. Was terrible. Was thing we've ever done. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I made some pretty bold statements that blew up in my face <laughs> while we were actually still recording. So that's true. <laughs> so, um, anyways, are, are you guys are you guys in a tournament right now? At any point? Uh, because I figure just based on AEW TV, there's just constant right. tournaments happening at all times. Everyone's in a tournament. No, and... I have not played online. I do not have yeah. Xbox Live. <laughs> I'm going to try to get a little better because I still get confused at the buttons a little bit. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so, okay, we'll start with that. How is Fight Forever? Incredible. It's, a, it's fun. <laughs> it's very fun. Um, it's making me jealous that I don't have it yet. It is... Now, now, see, this is where the internet gets mad. The internet thinks that it should be one way and it is a different way. It is it is the game that you can totally have a friend over who hasn't touched a video game since you guys were in high school. Crack open a couple beers. They will instantly know how to play. They will be good at it because it's simple. And you you don't have to play it for 2,000 hours to get good at it. Like You can right. sit down and play it. 
Right. It reminds me of like an old school like fighting game almost where you can just yeah. button mash if you want to. It definitely looks a lot like like No Mercy or or WCW World it, Tour. Like it looks like those games for sure. Plays the same way. You're, you're, you do your finisher the same way. You just hit down on the what which used to be the control stick, which is now the analog stick. <laughs> like nice. it is. It, I knew the controls instantly. Like yeah. you, if you played those old games, everything is exactly the same. And people complain about it. Well, of course. Um, <laughs> I, I do have a complaint that I'm going to complain about now. All right. Uh, in, in the road to the elite, if you make your own wrestler, you you spend the entire, it takes like, I don't know, I would say three hours-ish, maybe five, to get all the way to the end. And you can play through it like up to 10 times. I think there's 10 different paths to take. Um, so if you built your own, uh, create a wrestler, I figured if you did it once, you would bring in the stats from the first time and you could add to it the second time. No, it restarts you. And I wanted to throw my Xbox in the river. <laughs> because I, I like literally meticulously built my character a certain way the first time, planning for the second time, and it was worthless. You didn't make a new character? No, I wanted to have like an actual like franchise. Like I wanted to bring my oh. guy through like all ten stages gotcha. with one character because I'm yeah. I'm that much of a nerd too. But, I see. So there's not like it's not like seasons. You can't just keep going. Once it's I mean, done, you it's can, done. but yeah. Once it's done, it's done. But I mean, you can go through, I guess, a second time with the same person, but it's not the same. It's it doesn't like learn from what you. It's not, it's not like it doesn't continue from where you left off. It starts again. Yeah, it totally yeah. is. Yeah, it's the same scenario. And so, like, I could see doing with different people would make more sense, I guess. But I don't know. I I I would have appreciated like an actual career mode, maybe. Right. I don't know. Makes sense. That's my real own only complaint. Um, and I can't wait for the battle royale with the stadium stampede. That looks incredible. That looks really fun. That looks really fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Biddy, you said you don't have Xbox Live yet. No. I, I will. I will eventually get it. <laughs> See, uh, I, I, but, but I, today I, is not that day. <laughs> I get it periodically, but then I realize I don't actually play video games often enough to justify having it. So then I just let it expire, and then once in a while I get it back again, and then play a little bit and then eventually that expire again that's kind of what i do i get on kicks and then i yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden lose interest and then yeah now see just really quick but this is foreign to me i always thought you needed xbox live to like use like the apps and stuff i didn't realize you could just stream well, through your box without oh yeah i'm pretty yeah no you only, you, only need, you only need xbox live for like multiplayer yeah oh okay see i I mean, okay. I, that's weird. if you want to play. If you want to play online, you need Xbox Live. I got Otherwise, you. you don't. I got you. I got you. And like, I've only been an Xbox Live subscriber for fourteen years. You think I would know that? <laughs> yeah. So I once, once I, I get it, Blasco, Coco Love Butt is gonna fuck your shit up. <laughs> no way. Stringo rules. <laughs> I'm just so happy right. that they recorded random words, and you can actually be introduced in the ring. Yeah. Makes, did makes they record? Sense. They record love butt. They did not. No, and my nickname is Cobutt. <laughs> incredible. Incredible. There we go. There we go. Um, well, speaking of tournaments, the Owen Hart tournament is very much underway. Yes. Um, both of them. We're 
both of them, men's and the women's, we're down to the final four in both. Um, we have Ricky Sarks and Will Hobbs, which, I mean, that that's the story, you know, it goes back to the old um, Team Taz days. And then, you know, 17 years in the making, Punk versus Joe, which is going to be amazing. Isn't that um, amazing how that worked out? Totally. Wow, I can't it's, believe it's, that happened. You know, it, you'd think it was almost planned. Yeah, it's funny how it just worked out that two big rivals are facing on each side of that bracket. I'm surprised. Yeah. Now the women's, it's a little more, a little bit of a wild card. Ruby and Sky Blue and Willow and Athena. Yes. Um, all right. We like to make wagers here. Well, not wagers. We like to have contests. So let's make yes. our picks. Who's winning? Biddy can go all. first. She's the champion of everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pick your winners. I think pick it's I think it's gonna be hmm. I'm a little I think it's gonna be Athena. And I'm mixed over Ruby or Sky because they're obviously pushing Sky hardcore mm -hmm. right now. But also Ruby's whole thing was I was so close last year, so I could also see her. So I'm gonna say Ruby versus Athena. And I, wins. Think, I think Ruby takes it. All right. All right. And the men? Yeah. The men, um, I think Ricky Starks is going to beat CM Punk. I agree with you on that. I think that's what's going to happen. I agree I, with you I, on I, that. I think that's going to happen, too. <laughs> the, only, the only reason I'm skeptical of that is because they're kind of doing the I'm, I'm the world champion because no one's beat me thing with CM Punk. And I don't know if they're going to have him lose to, to Ricky Starks. But I do think I do think Ricky Starks will win somehow. And for the women, I'm gonna say Athena because I think it might. Uh, no, I don't know. See, I think I think I'm with you. I think I could see them pushing Sky Blue into the final. And if they're gonna put Sky Blue in the final, it's gonna be against Athena because Willow and Sky Blue are too. It'd be too much happiness and fun in one match. They can't allow that. <laughs> that, is, that is true. <laughs> that would that would be off the charts. So. It'll be Athena, and I don't know. I I'm, I'm stuck on that one too because Ruby. I think. Yeah. Okay. I say, I'll say Ruby. I'll say Ruby. You're copying okay. me. <laughs> I think she's. I think she's gonna. The outcasts are gonna interfere and get her. Get her to win. Ah. Oh, and then Soraya. Then Soraya's the only one of the outcasts doesn't have anything. That could yeah. Be I was there thinking that when I was watching Dynamite today. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Blasco. Mm -hmm. Uh. Well. I, I think Starks and Punk, and I think Starks wins. Um, oh, well, no, I said that backwards. I think Punk wins the overall tournament just because his love for the for the hearts. Uh, All right. But my, my women are a little different. Uh, Ruby and Willow, and I think Ruby wins. Ah. And so we Willow. all have Ruby win winning. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. So you think Athena loses to Willow? Yeah, Well. well, because... I think that's how they're going to set up Willow versus Athena. They'll do like the second match for the title. And that's whenever Willow. All right. Yeah. And that makes sense. Title too. That makes sense. Yeah. So they can turn I would, it into. I, I, I think, I think Athena will probably lose the RH title soon. Cause I think she's going to end up on dynamite. Cause she should be on dynamite. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think she'll probably lose it at death for dishonor, which, you know, that soon? is. It's like next week yeah. or the week after. I don't know. 
Yeah. Okay. I think it's... So we all we all we all picked Ruby, and then yeah. you picked Punk, and we picked Ricky. Okay, so whoever wins that is the winner. Yay. Or we we get everything wrong and we're all losers. Yeah. Oh, it's right. it's gonna it's gonna be powerhouse Hobbs and Sky Blue. But it's kind of nice that right. for once it's actually it feels up in the air, not so like oh, well this is what's gonna happen. You know? Yeah, it does feel a bit more unpredictable, which I like. Yeah. That yeah. I mean, guys, that's why I beat you guys. I'm just really good at re like predict like I I find a lot of it predictable. Mm. That's all. I see. You should just be mm -hmm. passing it off as you're a, a secret genius. No, see what she is. She's she slides a couple of texts to Soraya and be like, Yeah, these dudes look like chumps again. Let me let me see the production sheet. And there Guys, you go. I order two food at 2 30 in the morning for <laughs> sketchy people. I'm I'm not <laughs> no, no, the food wasn't from it was from a legit restaurant. It was the person that delivered it. Was it, was, it was some crackhead like... down the street. I was like, hey yo, I smell your chicken fried. Yeah. So... yeah, it's it's not like you bought some like you know some road burgers or something. I wouldn't put it past myself. <laughs> so the other yeah. tournament. The other tournament yeah. that we know very little about, sort of like who's in it, Still. who's who's facing no who. Like we've we yeah. we've currently had some matches in it, but we don't know how many teams are in it, who that who's who's facing who. Like we got we know nothing, we know very little. So apparently, apparently, there's nine thousand people in it because that's the amount of balls are in that thing. <laughs> My like, favorite thing after that is they'll pick they'll like Renee and, and RJ who are hilarious. We'll pick two names, and then Renee's always just like. Keep rolling, and he just keeps rolling the thing. They're like yes. they don't need, they don't need to kill on something. Be turning it. There's, not, there's, there's yeah. no reason for that. <laughs> and I mean, I, I think we can all agree. Like this is going to end with Omega and Punk being picked last, correct? I don't know. I don't know how many teams. Like, I, have they named all the teams? I'm like, uh, I have no clue. No. I don't know. Like, there's apparently how long, how long right. does this tournament go? Like, I have no clue. <laughs> Yeah. You know what's weird? I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, Matt Sedell, that's someone who I haven't thought of or heard about in like a year at least or so. And then all of a yeah. sudden he's in it. And I was like, well, that's strange. Yeah. I didn't even know he was still a part of AEW. Yeah. He's been doing a lot in ROH. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. Uh, I don't watch that because I don't have time to. <laughs> no, it's, it's understandable. Um, well, well, that's another me. thing. Not to go off topic right now. That's another thing I wanted to. As a question, I wanted to ask just to the to the group. Now that there's collision, and I know Biddy, you don't watch Rampage, but me and Blasco do. Um, yes. Is it a lot of wrestling for you guys? Yes. No. Probably not Blasco. Yeah. <laughs> Blasco. Blasco uh, just sits and watches wrestling twenty hours a day. <laughs> That's not true. I sleep about 17 of those hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, for the average person, yeah, it could totally be too much, but I don't watch like regular television in general. So it interferes with absolutely nothing unless like sports would be on. Like if hockey's on, football's on, then it becomes like, man, there's a game on I want to watch. But like now that there's nothing on, I like I'm not the kind of person it's like, oh, I like, you know, whatever, like CSI Miami or whatever. It's like, eh, I just don't watch those shows. So it's really like only four things that I watch a week. I mean, so I don't either, but I actually go outside and stuff. So see, yeah, I'm not 
have zero interest in that, especially now. Now in the winter, I will I'm, go for walks and leave the house, but summer sucks. I'm just kidding. I have like 300 hours into Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't oh, know. No, this I... week, like, like I don't watch TV really either, but this week, maybe it's because of a long weekend or something. This weekend, it felt like it was hard to keep up. Like, I, I watched all the shows late. I didn't watch any of them live. I had to watch them all on, like, Sunday. Th this week was different, and I think it had to do with, like, a lot of with the holiday and just not being yeah. home as much. Right. So, like I said, I totally could see, like, an average person that has shows that they watch and a nightlife, like, it, there would be way too much AEW, let alone wrestling in general. Yeah, and none of that is a knock on the show. Like Collision's been great. No, like I've no, enjoyed no. it. Yeah. I like yeah, watching I've... it. It's like yeah. it's, it's hard sometimes. All right, but hold on. Before we go on, how does everyone feel about people calling themselves colliders? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, punk, punk, punks, punks. Did punk started or did he just pick up on something? He picked up on it, and then because I, I first off. heard it, I first heard it from CM Punk, but I, I thought it might have started somewhere else. Yeah, like people that like fans of the show Collision are calling themselves colliders. It's super lame, but oh, lame, so lame, dumb. lame enough that it's funny. And and I can, oh, I, can hilarious. I can get behind it because it's just so lame that I feel like I could get behind it. So what are people who watch Dynamite? Like mites? Dinies? Dinies. Pyrotechnicians. Yes. Come on. <laughs> now now if you watch rampage what are you just like an anarchist you watch too much AEW. ramps you're a little <laughs> wild plant you can eat <laughs> yeah i just i don't know it, it's it's the funniest stupid thing going around right now <laughs> i just i can't get enough of it. um so if we're yeah. if we're on the if we're on the tag tournament sorry i took it off yes. i took us off topic um and no problem what do we think of the because the it's it, to me at least. It seems like the whole reason they're doing this tag team tournament is to have Adam Cole and MJF do skits. Yeah. What do we think of the Adam, Adam Cole MJF stuff so far? It's gold. It's incredible. I, it made me laugh out loud quite a few times. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's funny. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's obviously going to set up the um, the match between them and. I think like everyone's expecting MJF to to be MJF. I think in the end, Cole out MJF's MJF. I can definitely see that happening. And what I like what I really liked about it is that Adam Cole and Roderick Strong had that little conversation about like, what if he watches the show back? And Adam Cole's like, he doesn't watch the show. I like right. that because <laughs> because first of all, it fits Max's character. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's not going to watch the show. Um, right. And second, like. They always do that in wrestling where like two people talk about something behind behind someone's back, but it's on camera. And you're always just like, how do right. you not just like watch the TV show and see that they were talking about you? So I like <laughs> that. They, they I like that. They explained it. Yeah. And it fits Max's yeah. character because he why would he watch the show? He doesn't care. Yeah, totally. Oh, how many times has Max ended up in a face first in a cake now? Is that the third time? <laughs> I think it's the third time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like because this was a very small cake. It was funnier. The very small cake made it, it funnier for some reason. It did. It really did. Because <laughs> you almost didn't buy, like, you, you were just like, oh, that's probably, like, not going to be thrown on anybody. It's not right. large. No? Right. It's, oh, incredible. 
I like that out of nowhere he'll just do this slapstick kind of stuff. Like, hoo-hoo, yeah. let's put a pie in the face. <laughs> like, yeah. He's so yeah. good. Like, he's <laughs> so good. Oh, I love it. Are um, we ever, since they were a team, are we now going to get Keith Lee against Swerve finally in a one-on-one match? I mean, yeah. they've been building it up for how long now? Like, It's been like six months or something. I'm like, all right, let's <laughs> get on with it. You guys know yeah. I'm not the most patient person. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, get on with it. Let's Because to it. me, it kind of seems like they've both like, I like them both, right? But they've both kind of just been like there since, I mean, Swerve's done a bit more, but they've kind of both yeah. been like existing. And yeah. I feel like they need to have their like blow off so that they can go do other stuff. Right. Yeah, the, the, it they needs, need their closure. Finality. Yeah, yeah. it needs finality. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, that's and it's going to have to be without. It's going to have to be without tattooed face man because he's unfortunately uh, no longer with the company. Oh, uh, unfortunately. Perhaps he just got one tattoo too many. <laughs> Tony Constant, or, get the hell out. Or, or he didn't have enough. Or he didn't have enough. My my favorite thing was people were sharing how they AEW updated the website and removed him from the website. And his picture on the website was just like 2023 singles record zero and zero. Overall record zero and zero. Tag record zero and zero. <laughs> what? Like he'd never been in a match. <laughs> Unreal. I, I, that boggles my mind how that human being got a job. Like not not just by the way he looks, like he had to impress somebody. I mean, he was on television. Right, but he didn't mm-hmm. wrestle at all. Exactly. Like, not in a single match. He didn't <laughs> so say a he, word either, right? Like, no. he just stood there he for... He have a name for, like, three or four episodes. Yeah, he just <laughs> Yeah, he there. was just tattooed face, man. <laughs> uh, I wonder how much he got paid for that. It doesn't matter. He won, won the my, lottery. It was genius. I know. That's <laughs> what I mean. That's my dream job, just standing around and getting paid. Would you get a full face of tattoos to get that job? No. He actually used all that money to get them removed. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, that didn't work. Damn it. So do you th- do you think this is also the end of Parker? Or is he, is he still around? He tweeted he still out. He's, I didn't he still go works anywhere. there. Yeah, he still yeah. works there. But like, and they showed him in the, in the, in the recap when they were like talking about this history between Swerve and, and uh, yeah. Keith Lee. But he wasn't there and he hasn't been there. I don't. I wonder what's going to happen to him. I, I just really think they're. Care. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry, that too. that's that's mean, but it's true. <laughs> it, it, you want you want your honest opinion? My yeah, my honest opinion yeah. of him. I can't take yeah. him seriously because he has Yosemite Sam tattooed on him, and I'm <laughs> on his pack. Yeah, I nice. It's it's on his right pack. I can't take him seriously. I swear to God. I didn't I know that, to... and I'm I'm with you'll, you a hundred. You'll see it every time now. It's gigantic. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I won't because he's not on there. Well, he's not on TV. Yeah. 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 It's very true. Um, so, what did everybody think of the Mick Wayne video? They're really pushing this kid. They, I mean, they've been hyping him up for a while now. Kids, amazing. yeah. I've, yeah. I've never seen him wrestle, but I've heard he's amazing. Uh, him and Swerve, and that's who he's wrestling next week. I have had like probably like on the indies i would say probably like at least in the top five match of the year wow like yeah they've been See, i'm not i'm not doubting his talent but like isn't swerve just really good yeah but i mean nick has 
wrestled other people and the matches have been just as good. Like, but no, their yeah. chemistry is like off the charts good. I mean, the clips yeah. they showed, he looked, you know, like obviously really great. So I'm sure they wouldn't be hyping him up this much if he was, you know, crap. So, right. And and they actually did like an introduction video. They usually that's the knock on AEW a lot, right? They just debut people when they don't introduce yeah, you to them. tell you who it is. Yeah. So kind of cool that they did that for him. Yeah, and it's I mean, what a story. I mean, they signed him when he was 16 and to get his contract. I mean, he had to graduate high school and everything, but like I mean, they lived up to their end. Like that's really cool they actually signed him i don't know since since he's since he's uh you know kind of allied with darby i i want nick wayne to team with sting just because like sting is like what 60 65 <laughs> yeah and nick wayne is 18 i just want like <laughs> want like the age difference in that tag <laughs> to compete in a match just once just so there's like a 40 something year age difference between two of them <laughs> boomers and zoomers 2023 there you go. that's the team name i mean yeah, it like literally Sting could be his grandpa. Literally. <laughs> like that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. that yeah. I want to see that. Oh. Um oh no, I want to see that. That's awesome too. Um how cool was Hill Takeshita before we move on? He's Swerve is the coolest man coolest man in the company, but Takeshita is getting no. up there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh unbelievable what he came into the ring this past week all leathered out oh he just looked badass they put the leather jacket on him and he immediately looks super cool super cool i mean not that he looked nerdy before but no I mean, of course not. yeah like if i just put a leather jacket on people like why are you wearing a jacket like that <laughs> didn't work for me <laughs> jacket with no shirt it's even yeah even better question if i showed up somewhere with the jacket on and no shirt definitely would not look cool <laughs> amazing yeah um now, now, because because we're on the topic, um, yes, there's going to be a mystery partner for each of those teams, the BCC yes. and the Elite. The Elite seems like it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's Especially probably going to be said. probably going to be a bushi, right? Yeah, that's uh, what I would who, guess. Who is the BCCs? And I have a feeling, and I don't like it. I know you have a feeling, and <laughs> I know who your feeling is. Uh, my my. My feeling is a person with the same name, but different last name. I think it's Chris Hero. That would be really cool. And that's why. <laughs> that would be really cool. Wait, who are you thinking? Me? Yeah. It's Jerrica. Oh, duh. <laughs> it's going to be and it's going to be terrible. One <laughs> <laughs> moment. One moment. Oh, right. All right. All right. I'm back. See, because be, because oh, I have so many things to say about this. First of all, <laughs> is, it, is it time? Just just go off, buddy. Go off. <laughs> First of all, like he's been in all the blood and guts matches, so I know he wants to be in the other one because now I can see of in course. him being like, "That's my match. I have to be in that." Even though like it wasn't it probably it was supposed to be Cody's match, then Cody never got to do it. But like anyway. <laughs> Right. And then he didn't get to do it in WWE either. He got injured. So anyway. <laughs> um, poor Cody. Yeah, poor um, Cody. But like Jericho's thing of like he has to get into the thing that's hot at all times. Like yeah. this BCC elite <laughs> thing, it's been good. I've enjoyed it. it. It's been a long feud, but it hasn't like been dragging. Like there's always some new aspect of it. Like there's the stuff with Eddie that's cool and new. And like there's going to bring in Ibushi and that's going to be cool and new. We don't need Jericho. He doesn't need to be right. a part of this in any capacity right. at all. 
Um, <laughs> and, and what I really hated is after he did the the maybe thing with Don Callis. First of all, yeah, Don Callis and and, and Takeshita, they've been cool. Like they've been doing a great job. Yeah. Again, they also don't need Jericho. Like they don't need him. <laughs> and right. And I hated then he went backstage and he was talking to Danny Garcia and Sammy and he's like, "You guys have to leave on your own." That's not how this faction should end. Sammy's been with him since like the beginning of Dynamite. Right. It can't it can't just be you have to move off on your own and he just does and that's oh, no, it. Just like what two weeks ago when he's like, "You're with me and we're gonna fight right. together," but like all of a sudden now it's like, "No, no, you go." And now somehow mm-hmm. Jericho's like, "No, I'm letting you leave." No, no, that's not how this ends. Like this ends with Sammy turning on you and beating. That's the only way this can end, is if right. he gets totally. like embarrassed by Sammy Guevara and he's not going to. He's just gonna be like, "Now I'm gonna hang out with the BCC because they're cool." And like, <laughs> no, this is, I hate it. I hate every aspect of it. And he's gonna th- throw off. He's gonna get thrown off something and be like, "Look how tough I am because I fell off a cage." Or no, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to see it any more of it. It's too much. Too much Jericho. I've been asking for him to take time. Again, I don't dislike Chris Jericho, but I've right. been asking for him to take time off for like a year now, <laughs> and just like, just take time off. Just just do it. Take vacation, <laughs> bro. Right. And he somehow yeah. somehow he's gonna screw Eddie. And he's gonna have like a moment where like he he can like get revenge on Mox or something, and Jericho is gonna involve himself, and he's gonna put himself in there because yeah, he, he just screws Eddie. That's what he does. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I'm annoyed. Wow. As as you should be, because that that all that made me mad. Yeah, it's gonna happen. You know, it's gonna happen. Well, the, I hope not. I hope it doesn't. But I, I hope that I hope that was like a a red herring, and they're swerving you with, and it's gonna be someone like Chris Hero. That would be really cool. Um. <laughs> But I, I'm worried that it's not, and it's just going to be Jericho. Yeah. Well, great. Oh, now you got us worried, too. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Downer. Because, like, the stuff with Takeshita has been so cool. The stuff with, like, Eddie yeah. and Mox has been so good. The stuff with, you know, just generally the, the Hangman BCC stuff has been good. Like, it's all been good. And, like, we don't need to, we don't need to Jericho this. We don't need Jericho to jam himself down his throats anymore. Exactly. Like we didn't need him when Adam Cole came back. We didn't need him when um, Eddie was doing well. Like we don't need him for these things. Have him do something else. Put him in a. Put him in a. I don't know. Some. First of all, have Sammy just beat him cleanly, yeah, right? And like break up their group, and that's the end of it. And then he can go do something else. I don't care what it is. Like uh, he tried to get in. He tried to get in with CM Punk apparently. And the the collision stuff, and then we, when he couldn't do that, he was like, "What's the other storyline people care about?" All right, I'm gonna put myself in that. No, too much. I yeah, <sighs> I I actually totally forgot he involved himself with Adam Cole. <laughs> I, totally, I totally forgot about the, that's how the me- memorable it was. Yeah, exactly. He also tried to involve himself with the Outcasts because they were doing well. So he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm oh, friends with Soraya. Right. I'm in there too." Like, yeah, he puts himself in everything. He doesn't need to. There's no it's need for all it. All true. All, <laughs> all true. His next storyline should be him and Sammy and the breakup of the JS. And let that be a story. Like that be it. That, that, yeah. that, that would be a thing that I would even care about. Like make that exactly. a thing. Exactly. Exactly. It, it just seems like they're like parachuting him into this other story. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah. No bueno at all. It, it, Sorry for the, the screaming. Battle no, it's okay. here, but it was it was valid and appropriate. It was about, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Okay, let's talk about something else. Yeah. Talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, okay. I'll, I'll present a question. Are we going to get a women's blood and guts match? I thought you, I thought we were because they're really going with the outcast versus everybody else. But now it seems like they're not anymore. Okay. Maybe they're waiting for Jamie to get healthy. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's true too. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Seems kind of like I noticed this while I was watching the Britain Ruby match. It's getting stale just because it's the same thing. Yeah. Brit fights one of the outcasts. The other two mess with it. She loses or whatever. Blah blah blah. It's the same stuff that's been going on, and I feel like it's just stagnant. Maybe because they're waiting for Jamie to come back to like push it to the next place it was supposed to go, but. They got to do something because this is getting lame. It, do it does feel like the the stuff with Jade and Chris Datlin, like they were just waiting for Chris Datlin to come back. So for like a few uh, months, Jade was doing nothing. It's I know they don't like changing their stories, and I kind of like that because it makes sense. But in the same sense, like if she's going to be gone for months, like you can't just kind of. I feel like you can like you can still have that big story arc but you just have to insert like a b or a c plot when like someone gets injured like this and they don't seem to be able to handle that very well could you involve chris jericho somehow oh boy <laughs> that's, he just pops yeah. up behind me let me tell you my idea <laughs> that's probably how it works <laughs> i come out as a woman <laughs> oh, <my transfer. laughs> like, oh no, Chris, stop. <laughs> and then I become women's champion. And then <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Ah, uh, Jerica. <laughs> but anyway, I mean for like a B or C plot is you could have something maybe going on with the outcast and like sky blue. Right. Willow or something and have that kind of evolve. Yeah. Then once Jamie gets back, kind of have it all come to a head. Right. You know, it's just but it's just stagnated like, oh, they're going at bread again. Here we go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, I I was like, so yeah, that's that's my that was my thoughts watching Ruby and Brit. And I'm like, well, I know Ruby's gonna win this. I know how she's gonna win this, and then everything. I was like, yeah. I was like, why did I even need to watch that? That's what I was just gonna say. The things with Brit, like I like Brit. I have no, no real problem with her, but I, she overshines everybody she's in a match with at all times, and she shouldn't. Like she's too hyped if that makes any sense like it's like oh brick baker's gonna do something yay i don't know it just gets on i think nerve. i think part of the problem is she doesn't want to and they don't want to make her women's champion again but uh, she, you're, you're right she kind of is too big for the like it's weird yeah. that she's not, that she's not competing for like i felt that way when like jade was was tbs champion like if she's so good why is she not the women's champion right Brit, Brit is clearly like the star of the thing, and unless they're going to give her something else to do, why is she not? Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. They'd have to give her something else to do. They have to put her in, involved in something else, so that she's not just like kind of sitting there. Yeah, I'm just trying. I'm trying to think like off the top of my head, like what they could do. But I mean, I mean, it is like the top storyline in the women's division, but. I don't. Maybe it's because it involves so many people. It just seems like it's not that important. And it involves so many people on like kind of a, a on and off 
basis. Like for a while, it was uh, Shida was really involved in it, and then oh, for a while, yeah, Riho was really involved in it, and then it was Sky Blue, and then it was Willa. Like they're but they're never all really involved at once. Right, like why haven't you guys teamed together to take them on yet? Like, right, there is. Yeah, why, there is. Why do you try to have yeah. a match with one of them when the other two are going to screw with it? Like, I mean, I know it's wrestling and it's fake, duh, but right. it's like, I don't know. But sometimes how, it's hard to suspend my disbelief. Yeah, have they not thought at this point that like, oh, if if we're going to wrestle Tony Storm and Ruby and and uh, Sarah are going to be outside, let's have Willow and Sky Blue on the outside. My, no, they never thought of that. Right, like. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's uh, hmm. That's the interesting conundrum that AEW is in. Yes. Well, speaking of groups, the other thing I wanted to talk about was yes. how how cool are the guns now that they're in the Bullet Club? Oh, <laughs> unreal cool. Like I like I think we've talked about before where they were like tag team champions, being like I get it, but they don't they shouldn't really be now they're like right. outstanding. Yeah. Oh. And I They're can't doing great they, now. They, I can't believe they are doing great. They, I don't know if maybe they can't say it like on TV. I, but I wonder, I know it's their last name, but like in America, or not in America, like in other countries, using the term gun and bullet, and they're the bullet club, and the guns are in it. Like, I wonder if right. they have trouble with sponsors. That's what I was trying to spit out. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Like, obviously not here because, you know, you're allowed to own missiles and stuff in the United <laughs> States. Um, but, yeah, I I don't know. I just That's the first thing I always think of. Anyways. Get Tony on the phone. Cool. Let's ask him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, he probably listens. Hey, Tony. Uh, I we, we always say that as a joke, and I always say, like, yeah. I, he doesn't listen. He doesn't. But, like, if he did, I wouldn't be surprised if he like listens to everything, like every wrestling podcast, every wrestling oh, website. Yeah. Like he's he's the most online person and the biggest wrestling nerd there is. I feel like he does. He, instead of sleeping, he's just like reading <laughs> reading wrestling stuff on the internet. So there's always a chance. I don't doubt that. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. I think he's too busy to do that. But if he had the time, then I could see that. I mean, he does get in arguments with people on Twitter. Well, I mean. <laughs> so does Mark yeah, Cuban? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, Mark Cuban also only—it's that level of person only sleeps for like nine minutes a day. I don't right. get it. I mean, you think you're that rich? Like, would you sleep for like twenty-two hours of the day? <laughs> that's and why then, they're like, rich, I guess. That's how you stay rich. You got to always be up and haggling or whatever pulling yourself no, up traps yeah. and yeah no, see this is no 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 see when you have that kind of money you pay someone to make you richer <laughs> it's like you just say give me the best financial advisor and i'm gonna do nothing and that guy's gonna make me rich or girl or robot whatever it is ai it can make me rich <laughs> i ain't doing nothing <laughs> All <right>. anyways <laughs> i just went bananas we're a little spicy um, tonight <laughs> yeah i know this is what happens when we don't we don't give ourselves a full layout we just talk <laughs> that is true oh we had a semi layout yeah we had um, stuff to talk about yeah um well all in we should talk about all in not that we know anything about all in but we should talk yeah. about what it. are we gonna talk about it yeah well, it's, it's, sell, it's, it's sold it's sold like all the tickets oh yeah 74,000 
484 tickets have been sold. And and I so, love how now that they sold all those tickets to Wembley and will sell more. Now suddenly WWE is like, uh, you know what we should do? WrestleMania <laughs> at Wembley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Who didn't see that coming though? <laughs> but the thing that I think is funny is they're doing it because they're petty, but they're also so stupid that Warner, that's the company that owns like AEW's tv space so they're gonna have a show and give the people that give aew money to just say that they sold more tickets well wwe's plan apparently is to get london to pay them to come oh yeah that's because because it worked for i don't like uh i think puerto rico paid them to come there so saudi and saudi paid them to come there yeah yeah so that's their new thing is they try to get the company to pay that to come wow. and you know if they do two nights you know at eighty thousand, they're going to say the hundred and sixty thousand people yeah. saw wrestlemania because it's not the same person twice it's a whole new group of people <laughs> of came into the show hey they're, they're they're a weird group over there they have michael cole wants the people involved in the bloodline to win an emmy and he's not kidding he oh, started I've, I've a heard campaign that I've heard yeah. that on the internet that like, yeah, I, I haven't seen the bloodline story. It sounds fine. Like it sounds fine. I, but like the, the internet seems to think it should be winning like, you know, screenwriting awards, which I'm sure it's, I'm sure, I'm sure it's good, but like, whatever. It's not that good. Right. Like, <laughs> very, like, very few it, things are that good. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could They're put just... it against the cookie cutter CBS drama and it's, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it's good for wrestling because wrestling doesn't have you know exactly, great but, stories. But yeah, well, that good the for WWE storylines have stunk for how long? So now that right. they've got like an okay one, people are like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is the best thing ever!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's whatever. Poor Cody. <laughs> Poor Cody. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's becoming the catchphrase of our podcast. <laughs> I, I, say, I say it all the time. Poor Cody. Yeah, poor Cody. Cody. He's got a beautiful wife and a kid and yeah. millions Cody's of dollars. Un untold yeah. amounts of money and he's famous. Yeah, he's fine. Cody's fine. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, but he could be having more fun. <laughs> he hasn't gotten to do his blood and guts. <laughs> right. He could have uh, he could have had a like, I don't know, just think he could have had a one-year anniversary. He could have had the kid's birthday party. Oh, <laughs> Dynamite. Uh, 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 Dynamite, yes. With yeah. had that Blasco, did you see you can um, buy him in the AEW video game? Oh, yes. Did you already, already buy it. him? Yeah. I only got Brody okay. so far. <laughs> I did. How do you unlock him? I don't know. I did it. Uh, the only he, came, person... he came up. We had a feud in, in my uh, Road to the Elite. Oh, see, I didn't even see him in my road to you. Oh, really? Ah, yeah, see, we that, had a feud. Yeah. See, that's why you have to do it again. Yeah, they wanted yeah. me to join Dark Order, and I said no. So I beat his uh, ass. Uh, okay, now that we mentioned Dark Order, um, the end yeah. of Dynamite. I don't know where it cut oh, off yeah. for, for you, but the end of Dynamite, um, for, you know, those of us who live in the UK, um, <laughs> ended, ended with Dark Order taking the chair away from Hangman and walking out of the ring with it. Where did it cut off on, on TBS? them standing like six feet apart like the dark right. was in the ring but it, it they just went to black pretty much right after that so that's now, all do you, I saw. 
do you think they're they'll get involved in this blood and guts because that'd be fun oh, be i mean fun. they have a rematch though against hangman and the bucks right mm, that's true too so is it done um, after that or hmm. i do like their involvement i know some people i and, and i get oh, it I because love it. A lot of people you read, you know, read on the internet are like, "Oh, why are they involved? Because they're not main event level guys, and they're not." Like, no offense to Dark Order, but they're not right. Hangman or Mox or any of the Kenny Omega. Um, but for people who've paid, who've watched AEW for a long right. time, it's you, you know, why they're there, and it's kind of cool that they're still there, even though like they kind, I mean, it, it is kind of like out of their league to be involved in this storyline at this point, but right. it makes sense based on their history so i like it i love it i think it's really cool because it is like it's totally for the fans uh it spices right. it up a little bit too that's right yes yeah it's i ah oh. see i'm mad that it got cut off but you know it i guess it just adds to it not seeing it i don't know it's adds yeah to weird. I don't well know. i guess before we go too far we should mention we have a guest yes um his name is Nicholas, and he is part owner of New Fear City No Ring Deathmatch Wrestling. Yes. And boy, is it an interesting uh, concept and interview in general. But it's just, it was the most interesting 30 minutes I've heard somebody talk about a subject that I've never even heard of. <laughs> and it just drew me in. It was so fun. That's an excellent so we'll, way to put it. Yeah, it was. It was great. So we'll go to that now, yeah. and then we'll come back, and you can yeah, you can talk, you can listen to us some more. Hello, everybody. We would like to welcome uh, our friend Nicholas. Uh, he works for New Fear City. Is it New Fear City Wrestling or just New Fear City? Just New Fear City, no ring death match. No. Okay. Well, that leads me to my to our first question uh explain the no ring aspect of it very it's much very interesting uh first things first uh happy belated canada day happy belated independence day i appreciate you guys oh. having me let's have some thank fun. you thank you Absolutely. yes uh no ring death match uh it seems like a kind of uh cheap gimmick uh no ring uh doing uh stuff uh just where you can when you can uh, it was all started by my business partner, uh, Casanova Valentine, a wrestler in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, many years ago, he started running uh, shows in bars, which was basically a way for him to showcase his uh, art. He's like an artist uh, visually. So he uh, had a chance to uh, do an art exhibit and wanted to basically just have a match. Uh, and going back even going back even further, uh, the New York State Athletic Commission is a pretty ridiculous thing. It's pretty, uh, you know, old with its uh, way of doing things and uh, needing certain, uh, you know, insurances and uh, vigs and everything like that. It's uh, uh, tough to be able to run shows in New York City, uh, and Deathmatch itself is a kind of mm, unallowed thing. Uh, so what we do is, you know, it teeters on a line basically. Um, uh, 
but basically we put shows on in bars in uh any sort of venues in new york we've traveled around as well to to la louisiana vegas a couple different places as well too and put shows on across the country uh and basically it's just a way for people to sort of get their blood fix i guess you could say in new york uh <laughs> without uh uh, involving a lot of the proper authorities. Uh, um, okay. what, what we are is more a nightlife company than say a wrestling company. Uh, we put on wrestling, but our shows are basically like 5% maybe wrestling marks. Uh, and it's all just people we know from the nightlife or cool people, people in bands, friends of friends, tattoo artists, cooler people than you would normally expect to see at wrestling shows <laughs> so, uh, we, we kind of know what's to expect at a uh normal ring show with your uh, normal crowd and all that or whatever uh where our crowd is normally you know a little bit cooler and a little bit uh more up for anything basically we, we were talking before you came on that it seems pretty to, to use the term it seems pretty punk rock what you guys are doing yeah like it seems um, more like a more like a concert or, a, or something like that than a than an actual wrestling show very much so. So, I mean, outside of just New Fear City, myself and my business partner, Jeremiah, we also run what's called New Fear City Crew, which is a video production company. Uh, so we produce lots of independent professional wrestling, even outside of uh, just what we do with the uh, no ring matches. So uh, we we know the standard stuff. We know what normally happens. And if you go to any independent wrestling show, it basically follows a similar uh, path of like maybe five matches, intermission, four matches, uh, probably like two pre-show matches. It's just a lot of wrestling. It's, hey, man, we're going to throw a 10-man scramble on here to get some of the local kids over and stuff like that. Whereas what we do, we got the wrestling. We'll throw on some grindcore bands or some thrash death metal bands. Uh, we have our black, black metal go-go dancers because we know all the girls who work at all the metal bars up here and everything. So it's a lot more of a visual treat, an adrenaline rush, something that you uh, – I love seeing people's first experience with what we do because they end up just sort of walking away with a thousand-yard stare at the end, kind of just like a what the did I just see kind of. <laughs> it sounds incredible. <laughs> this this actually sounds a lot like the intersection of wrestling and what you guys do in roller derby, actually. Oh, dude, we love roller derby. There's a, yeah, there's a, me and my business partner used to watch some up here in New York. Uh, the old school roller derby, like the worked roller derby as well, too, where it's just, hey, it felt like wrestling because there was obviously worked angles happening. Uh, but yeah, it's it's something different. Uh, and it's just not giving people the exact same thing that they normally expect. And on the punk rock thing, too, I mean, we have friends who run, uh, you know, death metal uh, festivals, Necrofest, New York, it's called, uh, where, hey, they just they know what we do. They know it sort of intersects kind of with what they do. So, man, they're going to put on, you know, eight to ten bands and then they want us to put a match on at the end because people are just amped up for that kind of stuff. You know, that's nice. super cool. Um has there been an influx of interest since like the start of AEW? I mean, I know AEW is like a little more edgy than like, I, I take it you, if you would have a fan from the indie, they wouldn't be a WWE fan is what I was going to get, get at. Uh, with AEW, I mean, a lot of the guys and girls that work with AEW now, we've known from the independent side and especially with AEW right. dark. Uh, 
there's a lot of a lot of the boys and girls that we've worked with that have ended up on AEW Dark because you know they're they're peeling anybody off whatever cities they're going to they're pulling a lot of people from the Indies for those. Right. Um, I think the the actual the first match uh, that uh, I had ever seen. So my buddy Cass, who had started it, the wrestler. Uh, I don't know, maybe like six years ago or so, he actually had uh, Chuck Taylor from Best Friends. Uh, so mm-hmm. Chuck Taylor actually fought Zack Saber Jr., who was wow. just uh, wow. literally best technical wrestler in the world. And like s- six years ago, they're hanging out in a bar in Greenpoint, Brooklyn putting on a show with no ring. They don't know what to do really because they're, they're not a part of that scene, <laughs> that life, anything like that. So to be able to see the best technical wrestler in the world and, you know, a guy who I consider one of the greatest comedy and also just all around workers and Chuck Taylor. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's fun to see what they can do with that kind of stuff. So, um, AEW, they're, they're great. They're they're They understand the blood aspect where a lot of, you know, WWE in the past 15 years when they kind of went all in the PG era, uh, they're sports entertainers. They are not wrestlers. That's a title, not a belt. It's a very WWE thing. So having AEW now definitely helps a little bit more because it's a lot more accessible to people to see, hey, someone with a crimson mask, someone that's bleeding. Hey, they brought in Nick Gage for uh, the Chris Jericho match two summers ago. And like Nick Gage is the biggest deathmatch worker in the state. Uh, He's done one of our shows back in the day as well, too. So a lot of these guys who just sort of wouldn't have got that chance had it just been a WWE landscape. Uh, having AEW, even though we're not necessarily, you know, hugely a part of it or anything, having that's at least a pretty good bridge nowadays. That's very cool. It's very interesting, too. Um, I think that's why AEW has become such a hit, is that it's not, it combines so many different aspects of the wrestling world. And I think that's why it appeals to so many people who, you know, have been a part of or love the indies and stuff. Oh, and going on with what I said on just their reaching out to the indies and uh, having people on AEW Dark and all of that, its that's not something that wasn't an avenue that just existed prior to AEW. So while, I mean, those of us that work on the independent side, we don't necessarily uh, concern ourselves too much with what's happening with TV because mm, I got to produce X amount of shows. I got to rewatch when my, uh, business partner edits a show, I got to rewatch it and proof it eight times, 10 times. So there's just not the time to just sort of sit down and say, Hey, I'm going to go enjoy some TV wrestling because I'm kind of burnt out on all of it by that point. But (laughs) having AEW now has been such a good, you know, just, just a good connection that intersectionality said, uh, massive massive help they they understand tony understands reaching out and making sure that the correct people are sort of getting involved uh him bringing in willow nightingale i mean she's well known here from uh starting out on long island in new york so we've worked with her several times and just people that we have seen grow in the scene and uh, finally getting those opportunities that they just wouldn't have had had it only been a wwe so the people who do like a, a no ring death match, are they, are they like, are they independent wrestlers who will do non death match, you know, quote unquote, regular wrestling the rest of the oh, time? Or are oh, they, are there people who do death matches? Very much so. So basically how we structure our shows 
it's kind of a eh, maybe three matches we'll do on a normal uh, show. Uh, we just had our biggest show of the year this past weekend. We did four matches, three bands, three go-go sets. Uh, but normally it's like, hey, we'll do a match, then a go-go set, then a match, then a band, then a match, and then basically let's all go home or something like that because we're starting at 10 p.m. We're not getting done till like 2 a.m. It's a very nightlife type thing. Right. Um, okay. But uh, usually it'll be like if we do a three-match set, it's kind of a, hey, first match, no blood, no death. Second match, you know, more hardcore. Let's give them a door or a, a table or a, a trash can or something. Third match, main event, let's bring in the blood, the glass, the attacks, uh, anything like that. Uh, so we've been building a guy up uh, for the last like year and a half. He's basically a high flyer in the New York area, and he's been making his way around the independent scene. He's hit a lot of the... Uh, uh, the bigger ones like Beyond Wrestling, Wrestling Open. He's uh, really making his way as a very, very good wrestler. We just had him in the main event as a deathmatch wrestler. He's only done death one time. He had never done glass before. So we were like, hey, we're going to do glass or you're going to take some light tubes. You're probably going to get messed up a bit. He knew full well going into it, though, that that's what he wanted to do. And that's he wanted to gain that respect because he respected those types of work. So it's kind of a mix. Uh, normally for most of the shows, it's going to be the two big fat guys who just, you know, are blood pigs. <laughs> uh, they, they, they'll go for the main event and they'll bleed and they'll do what they need to do to sort of get the crowd into it. Uh, but occasionally it makes it even better when it is that non-deathmatch worker stepping into the scene, stepping out of their comfort zone and doing something that's just shocking, basically. So are there any, are there any rules? Is there anything that you would say that people couldn't do? Well, our tagline is no ring, no rules. So uh, I think that answers your question. There you uh, go. Answered. <laughs> Very good. So what's the boriest uh, thing that's happened that you've witnessed? Oh, man, there's been several things. I mean, we, we've used all sorts of things. The one that we hate the most are the gusset plates. They are the, uh, I don't know, little oh. six, six inch by four inch uh, metal plates oh. with a whole bunch of spikes coming out that are usually used for holding like barn flats together. Guys will definitely take that to the forehead, top of the head quite often. Uh, we've put one of those on a two by four and then one guy will swing it at the other guy's like upper arm. Uh, they just, you know, they leave a bunch of holes. <laughs> um, uh, not even one of our shows. We were at another show on the fourth here. Uh, another bar tried to do what we do. And a lot of people like to try and take and think it's an easy thing to do, but it's not. It's a highly, highly, you know, I don't want to call it safe, but we know what we're doing with this. And when people try to imitate or do their own version of it, it's really not going to work as well. And one guy tried right. gigging it. One guy tried gigging, which is, you know, just sort of taking a razor and, you know, blading on the top of his forehead or whatever while no one was looking. Uh, didn't know how to do it, cut himself a little too deep and was just sort of gushing blood everywhere. So this was not one of our shows, but we were there watching it. And it was kind of just like a, hmm, these guys are kind of making us look bad right now. So we really don't want to be involved in it if people are doing it in an unsafe way. Uh, but there's been a lot of stuff. I mean, when you're bringing glass in, when you're bringing anything like that, there's always going to be you know, the option of calamity happening, a little bit of uh, anarchy. Uh, and we like to say <laughs> it's, control, 
it's controlled chaos and everything, but uh, it, it it's definitely something where there is a lot of blood. And, you know, we got to, you know, spend a little bit of time after the crowd goes home and clean up the bar and all, you know. So uh, That's yeah. what I was just going to ask. Who cleans up? <laughs> right here brother um, okay <laughs> uh, me, me and my uh business partner who uh run the video production jeremiah uh we i mean we get rid of our gear and then all of a sudden we're basically sweeping up uh mopping any of the blood up uh, there's usually glass everywhere uh we try to make sure that any of the weapons get moved or anything especially when the matches are going on because if it's not in ring the crowd is kind of a mosh pit. It's the entire show is a mile. What our big hook is, is everyone's kind of a part of it. Other companies, right. other people have tried to take what we do, do their own version. Uh, and it's usually a bunch uh, maybe some people sitting along the walls of a bar or in chairs or sort of away from the action or, you know, behind a uh, guardrail or something where that's not our shtick. Our shtick is, hey, everyone's popping in. They're trying to get their IG stories and everything. So everyone is as close as possible. Uh, the two of us that are filming are basically acting as crowd control as well, too, just pushing the crowd back and everything. So everything happens right in close to everyone. So occasionally when, you know, a big piece of glass falls or uh, a gusset is on the floor, I'm immediately trying to, like, get the ref's attention, be like, pick that up right now. We don't need to have somebody stepping on something that's got a bunch of spikes in it. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it could be a lot at times. Uh, my buddy uh, Cass, the wrestler, his uh, his big weapon. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what language is allowed here, but um, oh, I, uh, uh, his uh, his uh, his you weapon. I won't say the name necessarily, but it's a giant double-sided rubber phallic thing. All right. <laughs> uh, with giant nails to go through it. Oh, so, don't worry. I, I work in the porn industry. You could say all right, we call, all right, we call it Satan cock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, usually, he, he usually uses it for like a Muda lock type situation where a guy will be on the ground and he'll sort of, you know, arch over backwards, throw it around the guy's face. Uh, and then it's usually just sitting on the ground and I have to sort of tell someone to pick that up. One, we don't want anyone stealing it too. I don't need someone stepping on like a seven inch nail or something like that. <laughs> so if you're that close to it all the time, did you ever, have you ever got hurt by anything? Oh yeah. Uh, two shows ago, uh, we had, um, we did something called a hundred deaths. It was Cass's 100th no ring death match. Uh, we did what was called the seance of suffering, the seance of suffering. We built a, um, uh, barbed wire circle. Uh, so it was kind of a no rope barbed wire, what you would normally see in the old Japanese big Japan deathmatch company, no rope barbed wire in a ring. But since we didn't have a ring, we had like six dudes all in like druid outfits, just holding the barbed wire up. So inside the barbed wire circle, it was. One wrestler, the other wrestler, the referee, and both of us with the uh, the videography. So, uh, yeah, walking around in a uh, in a barbed wire circle, I definitely ended up with giant scratches. I'm still even looking. I have a nasty scar on my left arm here. This just never gonna go away. So, uh, definitely that. Uh, when glass flies, those of uh, me and Jeremiah with uh, the cameras, we sort of know which way the glass is going to fly and we almost sort of you know take the brunt of it or just try to sort of get in the way so it's going to hit less people who aren't expecting it uh so yeah glass in the eye glass to the face 
there's there's sometimes I'll be on the headset over to my partner. And I'll just be like, ah, I'm opened up. Ah, I'm opened up hard way, looking down, and I'm bleeding from somewhere. Uh, it happens. <laughs> uh, we're, it's one of those things that we're, we're prepared for with what we do. So. That, that's this is so interesting to me. This is amazing. Um, when is your next show? Uh, so our last show was just on uh, uh, Saturday, July 1st. Uh, we do a 4th of July show every year. It's called the Great American Trash, uh, which obviously <laughs> plays on the uh, Great American Bash. Uh, we are a trashy company. We're a bunch of degenerates. Uh, that's kind of like the end of our season. We don't really have seasons per se, but, uh, man, we've run, we've run, I think six shows. We usually do, uh, like once a month, uh, we've run six shows plus the one, uh, match at Necrofest all by July 1st. So it's a lot, especially for me. I also run all of our social media and marketing. So, you know, promoting a show on just a little bit of time and then just trying to turn around to the next show could be quite a lot. Uh, we put a lot of money, time, and effort into our 4th of July show. So now is when we sort of take kind of like a month and a half off or something like that. I think we're heading down to Philadelphia in the middle of August, and we're probably going to do kind of one match in Philadelphia just as a run-in on one other deathmatch worker who is in a band who's playing a show or something in Philadelphia, and then we'll just run in at the very end and we'll put on a match. Uh, full show probably won't be till like September. I'm probably going to say we, uh, we're about to sit down right now. We actually, uh, are signing contracts with another company to, uh, expand our reach. Uh, they are a West coast company. They're about to start a streaming service. Uh, so we're basically having to sit down over this next week or so and just sort of, you know, plan out what we want to do for the start of this whole contract and everything. So hopefully in September, it's like the only time that we ever really take a little bit of time off between shows. Otherwise it's like every three or four weeks we're putting one of these on. So. It's awesome. Wow. Yeah, very cool. You sound like a very busy boy. Oh, very busy. And again, I mean, outside of this, we produce, me and my uh, business partner, we produce a lot of professional wrestling. Now, there's so many indies and shindies here in New York. Uh, we, we throw on shows in Jersey, in the Bronx, Long Island, uh, sometimes up in uh, Massachusetts, D.C. Uh, we film uh, boxing, MMA, actual, you know, shoot wrestling and stuff like that, actual, actual fights. Um, we film a lot of uh, 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 live music sessions, music videos as well, too. So, you know, bringing everything together is what this thing's all about. And just trying to be cool, nice people who do cool things is the ethos. That's dope. That's... Reminds me so much of my roller derby days, actually. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I, people come out and they see something like that, roller derby or punk rock or something, and it's not something that they normally expect. It's not something that is a part of their daily life. Uh, you got a bunch of normie people who just want to, you know, get through life as easy as possible. <laughs> and then they see something that just sort of blows their mind. And all of a sudden you got basically a fan for life. Right. Nice. Yeah. And it's, it's all true. got that same DIY, like that roller derby and punk rock does. Heck yeah. So it's neat to find out that there's like a deathmatch version of that out, out there, I guess. Oh, very much so. I mean, uh, we're right next door to New Jersey and New Jersey is kind of the wild west. They don't have a new uh, state athletic commission the way New York does. So we, there are actual, you know, full, full deathmatch companies that run a lot in New Jersey or across the country. 
You have ICW, who is a New York-based, runs New Jersey a lot. Um, you have uh, H2O, XPW, all these companies that have been pushing normal deathmatch in rings, this, that, and the other thing. So we don't necessarily always want to be a part of what everyone else is doing. We want to build our own thing. We want to be subversive. We want to make sure that it's something, is, you know, DIY, in your face, adrenaline pumping, something that's just going to get people, you know, to come out and be excited about something different. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Uh, any plans to take it uh, above the border up to Canada? Uh, actually, well, Cass is, uh, he's going to be in Canada. He's going to be, I mean, I know Rick, you're in like Toronto ish. I feel yeah. like, um, yeah. he's going to be actually up in, um, uh, Winnipeg this weekend. Uh, there's a company from, uh, Fargo, North Dakota. So kind of right across the border, uh, that's running in Winnipeg, uh, this coming weekend. And it's also a company that's sort of, you know, been good with him, over the years so they're bringing him in he's actually going to be up in canada uh we're going to be running a show hopefully soon in buffalo which yeah is not canada but it's actually pretty, pretty close, close. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we were actually supposed to go to uh, buffalo uh this past like thanksgiving but there was massive snowstorms obviously like that's unheard of never never heard that in buffalo in november um so we had, we had to cancel that one so we've been actually trying to get back to uh buffalo uh canada's that next step as well too so once we uh once we figure out everything with this new contract and what our schedule is going to be and if we could do every month consistently uh, it's going to be a, you know, uh, one month in New York, next month in New York, and then the third month, you know, somewhere on the road. Uh, and Buffalo, Buffalo is one of the ones we're looking at right now. And then Canada is literally right there then after. So uh, by all means, I'm going to let you guys know as soon as anything happens up in that hood, uh, because we want to get across the border and, you know, let uh, let our neighbors know what we're doing. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, well, uh, do you have any final words or anything to plug before you go? Um, they just started threads on, uh, Instagram. So, uh, <laughs> go follow us on threads. <laughs> uh, hey, like I said, uh, running all the social media and everything like that. I just now all of a sudden I got more to look at. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's a new social network every week now. So. Oh my God. And it oh, popped yeah. up and now all of a sudden I got to make one for the promotion. Then I got to make one for our production company. Then I got to make one for my own personal one. So it's just no matter. <laughs> No matter what happens, now it's just extrapolated three times every single time. So uh, nice. <laughs> that's been my last 24 hours is figuring out IG threads and see what I could do with that. But uh, yeah, we uh, we appreciate uh, having me on uh, New Fear City NFC. Uh, that's literally the handle across all social media. Uh, by all means, check out what we do. Uh, we have all our stuff uh, as of right now, full shows on IWTV. Uh, we also have free matches that we put out on YouTube. Uh, so, you know, Google New Fear City, uh, check out New Fear City NFC on any social media. Uh, and I'm telling you, we appreciate anybody that checks us out, messes around with us and just does cool stuff, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Super cool. Very cool. Very intriguing. This is just awesome. Thank you. No, thank yeah, you. Thanks, Honestly. Thanks. Elite City's awesome. Uh, oh, I, I, oh, 
Rick City, Elite City, New Fear City. Just a perfect uh, amalgamation right there. And uh, honestly, y'all reaching out, trying to see something a little bit different. That's not just what you're going to see on TV. It does mean the world to me. And I appreciate that y'all are that interested in, you know, new stuff, cool stuff, different stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much yeah. for coming on. Thanks. Yeah, so much. Totally appreciate it. Again, uh, happy belated Canada Day. Happy belated Independence Day. This means a lot. Y'all are the best. Great. Thank you so hey. much. Thank you. Thanks, man. Take care. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed the interview. Um, Nicholas was super cool. You know, thank you again. New Fear City, No Ring Deathmatch Wrestling. Check it out. Um, they they he plugged their YouTube, their Twitter, all their social media. Please check them out. Um, it was a super fun show. Hope everybody enjoyed themselves. Hope everyone had a good holiday uh, in America and in Canada. Um, you guys have anything before we go or? I'm good. No. Sorry okay. for sorry for sorry for just. I like Biddy's. I like Biddy's. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. Huh. Stop talking to me. <laughs> Let me go back answer. to Zelda already. <laughs> yeah, sorry for going off on random tangents and rants, but it's it was that kind of week. It's all right. You guys hey, love it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't listen. <laughs> or or that. <laughs> and um, all of our plugs, Elite City Pod everywhere, including threads now, as we mentioned. That's the thing. Threads. Um, we're on there. Yes, we are. Um because it looks like Twitter is finally dead. RIP. Well, pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. It's it's they pulled the plug. Life the, support. The, the brain is, tumor is growing. Uh, <laughs> or that. <laughs> See, if it was a brain tumor, it would not be its own fault. This is like a self-inflicted wound. That's true. Okay, so they okay. shot themselves in the face but didn't do the job. <laughs> oh, wow, that got dark. Okay, time to go. All right, everybody. Thank you again. And ah, you know what? On that note, that's it. Until next week. Later. <laughs>